we supposed to be comedians? Who you think I'm, Kevin Hart? I mean, it's been a year, and I can't wait for a break. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> if we've changed one consumer's one thought word. process and yeah. how car dealerships are really, you know, how they really should treat you and how they do treat you, then great. Then it was worth uh, the whole 365 days of, of doing it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Party like a rock. Party like a rock star. Yeah. Who am I? Peter. <laughs> I sound like Larry the Cable Guy. Get her. Get her done. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the part of her being crazy for marrying you. Oh, yeah. Is no off button with me. Oh, no, really? Uh, it is true. The, the the business in the industry is changing. Yeah. Uh, it, it's almost like the world is spinning faster. Um, so when you're gone for two or three days, you know, you think about now with the consumers is like they're not waiting anymore. They're not no. they're not waiting we for you to get back to them. They 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 if I had you, it down. Yeah. I mean, if you take a day off, um, they're going to go They'll find somewhere else. Though. The perception of you does not have to become your reality. So mm. people are going to um, think what they want to think about you. And I share this with my kids all the time. The only thing that matters is what you think of you. Being a note for note, don't worry. Don't worry. Be happy. Smile. Three, two, one. Welcome to Midwest Mayhem. He is Chad Christian. Let's go. I am Tron Smith. And can you believe this? No, do not sing. <laughs> I do not want to have to come over there and choke you out. So, but I will have to say this. It has been a year one year that we have been doing this podcast yes one year ago and i won't say today but it's we're in yeah. the window uh we started midwest mayhem and it has been quite the journey my friend it has been and for the two people that follow us thank you <laughs> hey those two people are smarter than yeah. uh, most of the people in the world but uh thank you my friend for joining me for that whole year absolutely uh it's been uh, we've had some pretty interesting conversations and we were talking about it before we started uh we started this thing to help our industry and i think we've done that uh and we're growing to do that even more so it has been a journey um thank riley for this this has kind of been her baby i know that yes. she uh, hates this entire process at times, <laughs> but uh, without her, we definitely couldn't do Correct. this thing. So it's been awesome. Correct. Thank you to Riley for doing that. Thanks for putting up with Chad. I know how that can be difficult at times. So hey, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, time out here. Okay, I agree. Next, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and and thank Wilson Toyota, uh, our sponsor of Midwest Mayhem. They have been awesome to allow us the space, fantastic, uh, and the content. Uh, and the support to do this thing, uh, just through everything that we've done for this year, we've had uh, we've had some pretty interesting moments. We've had school teachers, we've had uh, NOCC, we've mm -hmm. had uh, we've had some great guys from the region come in. Still waiting on Adam Benlin, but we've and had all those Adam. guys. And, and if you know, for some reason, you want to kind of uh, maybe reach back and you know see some of the past. Uh, there's an easy way to do that. If you are a Instagram or, or a Twitter person, you can go to <laughs> at Wilson of Ames. Uh, for you Facebook, uh, TikTok people, you can go to at Wilson Toyota of Ames. Uh, and of course, if you really want to get down with Here it, it comes. Down, Here it comes. You can always reach out to the big dog himself. <laughs> That's at Big Strong. Two G's when you're as big as I am. And at Big Strong One on that Insta chat. Holla at your boy. Hey, I know you look forward to you uh, know me saying I that. I love it. <laughs> it puts the giggles in my belly. <laughs> it puts the giggles. But it has been it has been a it has been an interesting thing. I mean, a whole year. Um, 
of just kind of doing things and getting after it. And, and it was funny because you were talking about this prior. Uh, over the weekend, you had some uh, customer, and I always say customer. Correct. Um, kind of rub you the wrong way and telling you how, uh, you know, salespeople are slimy and they're cheating yeah. and they're robbing. Um, that, that, that is still out there, and that's what we're trying to accomplish when right. we do Right, and you know, I was Mayhem. thinking about it because doing a podcast isn't enough to change the perception um, it, it's literally, you have to act it day to day. You have to, you have to carry yourself, uh, to that level. I think if you want to really make a change, you can't just talk the talk. You got to walk it too. And I think there's, I think we're doing a good job of that, but progress takes time and it takes everyone an all in effort. Yeah. Well, you know what? The industry is what it is. And, and, and as I talk to different salespeople in different stores, uh, the truth of it is you really have to figure out what it takes to be a really good salesperson. Um, it, there, there's more to it than just the numbers. Uh, it's an attitude thing. Uh, it, it's funny when you when I hire new salespeople, I tell them this this business is really simple. Just don't lie to people. It's true. <laughs> you know, it's one it's of those true. But for some reason, every every consumer seems to know that, right. you know, and think that we're right. going to lie to them and cheat and all that kind of stuff. So um, it, it, we've earned it. Uh, you know, I told we, you that before. We, we, we've, we've earned it. We've, we've talked that, about it many a time. We have earned it. Yeah. We've earned the cliche of being um, the people that we are. But I will tell every consumer out there, uh, that is not the case. Not every sales staff and not every salesperson is that way. Um there are people that are out there. There are industries. There are companies like Wilson Toyota of Ames at 2212 South Duff Avenue, just a short drive from anywhere in the metro. Uh, there's industries and companies like that that are out there to take care of you, uh, and they pride themselves in that. And that's that's one thing I can say about Wilson Toyota. Um, I am proud to be a part of an organization uh, that really, I mean, our whole, I mean, our brand is take care of the customer. Correct. You Correct. Know? And I think it takes work day in and day out to make that happen, too. Every day we try to say, how can we get better? Yeah. And for everyone else out there that doesn't think that way, you're never going to change the perception of people if you don't try to make yourself and your company better. Well, 100%. It starts, it starts internally. And when I say um, you have to take care of your customers, when I'm talking to the owners, your customers uh, are your employees. Uh, your customer is your uh, GSM, your sales managers. Uh, your your detail department, your sales staff. You know you got to make sure you take care of them. And from a from a general sales manager and sales manager position, our customers uh, are our salespeople, uh, our detail department, our BDC, our you know I mean every everything else. We need to every make sure aspect. that we take care right. of you guys. And the truth of it is, if you if you can't take care of uh, those people, there's no way you're going to be able to take care of the customers. I mean, if you if you're not honest with your staff, and if you're not uh, if you're not treating them the right way, and if they're not excited about coming into your office or your establishment every day, then don't expect them to make your customers feel warm and fuzzy, uh, because they don't feel that way. Right. So that's what I always appreciate about uh, Denny and Danny. It's it's as a sales manager, anytime something goes wrong or goes not yeah. as planned, uh, I think to myself, man, I've been here almost twenty years. I've never seen Denny or Danny ever upset. I've known, I, you can sense that they're probably right. a little agitated, but never do they display how they feel. They always keep you emotionally in the game. Uh, and that's, what, that's what's unique about this dealership. That's why we run uh, differently. Right. Because at the top, those guys, uh, they treat you a certain way. So I get to treat you a certain way. <laughs> so you get to treat the customers a that's certain right. way. You know, right. and it's a fun environment. So it's been awesome, man. It, it has it's, been. it's a good thing. But you, it's, it, 
it's been great. And I'm not going to say we haven't made some change because I've seen change. I've heard people that have watched the podcast come in and have conversations with us. So I like the fact that, and I, and we're getting more and more feedback from people from the podcast. So we want to continue to do what we're doing, but we keep talking about, you know, change. And so my question to you to start really this thing off is what's changing? Well, not only changing, but what has what has changed what has already. already changed. You know, if you go back yeah. 365 days from when we started, uh, you know, you could walk on anybody's uh, lot and not see a new car anywhere. Uh, it was just we were in a we were in a in a very unfamiliar place, and I think the industry as a whole was kind of winding, saying, "Okay, mm-hmm. uh, we will never get back to normal, but we we'll, we have to get back to some kind of uh, position where we're comfortable." So inventory is one of the things that's really starting to change uh, on the new and used side. I mean, if we, if I walk outside right now, uh, I can go back to having the customers' excitement right now. I can today. I can, I can sell them a car and send them home in it. And I think as a salesperson a year ago. It it was really hard to um, to sell that customer. I know we were saying it was the opposite, right? It's easy, but the truth of it is, for me to sell you a car and you don't get to take it home, I have to keep that excitement in you for three months, five months, six months, Longer a year. Even, yeah. Um, so that's kind of changing. I always enjoyed the uh, you know being able to give somebody a car and then watch them drive home in it. Right. Um, right. Kind of that excitement level. So that's changed now. You can actually do that. Um, uh, interest rates. You know, uh, interest rates have has have changed the business. Uh, you know, I would hate to be in finance right now and have to figure out. You know, you're looking someone in the face that's got 800 credit score, and you're like, dude, the best thing I can find you is six percent. Right. Right. You know right. that that I, I'm probably me. I'm probably not buying a car right now. Right. You know, looking at that because like, man, six. It makes it so, tougher. Yeah. So they got to be creative in in what they're doing. And Toyota Financial Services uh, is doing a good job of making sure that uh, they're having these incentives and they're incentivizing the right cars. And and again, that change, that big change from a year ago to today of what the interest rates are going you know it's funny that they've went up uh but tfs and 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 amy and and armando have done a really good job of of finding those special uh interests Mm -hmm. those special Mm -hmm. situations for customers Mm -hmm. uh, over that year so again finances has has changed right um i'm gonna tell you what hasn't changed that i want to make sure that i bring up uh for every uh car dealership out there the thing that i'm proud about and i'm going to speak for steve and for josh as well the one thing that hasn't changed is my staff um through this whole thing, and I can That's probably correct. say over the last two to three years, uh, it's been hard times uh, yeah. for the, the auto industry. Uh, and I know a lot of uh, dealerships lost, you know, the turn was crazy because you couldn't keep salespeople financially in the right position. Um, but but you guys are all still here. Everyone's um, still here. It has everything to do with leadership. And Josh and Steve and, and Danny and I and Danny, we have consistent conversations every month about how we take care of our salespeople. Uh and that's that. That's what hasn't changed is, is our staff. The, if a if a customer bought a car a year ago, guess what? Their salesperson's still here uh, yep. through that. So yep. that that hasn't changed over the year. And I'm proud. <laughs> I can, I'm, I'm I'm seriously I'm proud to say that uh, we we've done a really good job. And I know it's been shaky um, for some for some, but we've done a good job right. of keeping the staff together. Right. So I look at this as a positive, right? Of what you just said. One, there's inventory. Yeah. There's satisfaction today if you come in and want a car today right so that means inventory is available 
to people who are out there that are looking for a car. <laughs> so just an FYI. Yeah. You know, when you talk about inventory being there, you know, sales managers, okay, listen up. Uh, and, and sales staff, listen up. When you start getting inventory, and this is one thing that I'm finding out as we change our training schedule here at Wilson Toyota, product knowledge. Uh, product Ooh. knowledge, product knowledge. The Very product good. has changed over the last three, four years through this COVID thing. And the one thing we stopped doing, and I, I'm I'm first one to take this one on the chin, we stopped training on product knowledge. So what I'm finding is our our sales staff is behind on what's what a vehicle you know where's the right. value what's in that vehicle right. how does it work why does it work why did Toyota spend so much time you know they spend a million dollars every open business hour on safety right. uh, you know are we still doing a good job of talking about the star safety system and mm-hmm. uh, it's quick to say TSSP because that's the commercial but right. man to be able to tell our customer that every single car that Toyota makes they give you you know anti-lock brakes vehicle stability control electronic brake force distribution smart stop mm-hmm. you know so on and so forth traction control uh, I think we forget we lose that Right. Um, in, you know, what? It's, it's been a conversation with people even like, and I always bring this up to you and you laugh at me when I say it, but that, hey, Toyota, right? Because <laughs> I say it wrong and the, and the car's like, <laughs> what'd you say? But anyway, when you can sit there with a customer and explain to them that they can just look, look at the road, keep their hands on the wheel and go, yeah. hey, Toyota, call Tron and it calls you. Hey, Toyota, find the nearest restaurant and it finds, hey, Toyota, change the radio station. You don't have to do anything. You know, and I sit there in my mind and I tell people all the time of why. The why did Toyota do this, right? The phone is out of sight, out of mind. Correct? Well, people are going to People aren't looking down to hit (laughs) buttons. I know. But I'm simply saying, how many salespeople take the time to explain to the customer the, you have this and this is why? Well, you know, if if I'm being honest, and I'm, I'm calling out the industry now. If I'm being honest, I bet you it's below 50%. Yeah. Um, we have to make sure in our industry that we never go back to our customers being a dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to go. We really have to take the time, especially as technology moves forward so fast. You know, uh, what, what we think is cool today will not be cool next year. You know, right. I remember when right. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay came out and you plugged it in with a cord and it was the best <laughs> thing in the world. It was like, dude, now I can just plug my phone in and it's my screen is on this screen. Now, if you have to plug in Apple CarPlay, yeah. people won't buy your it's car. It's almost a Debbie Downer. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. You know, people are like, so what? You, you think about the industry and how it's changing and how fast and we have to make sure that our sales staff is, is ready for the change uh, that's coming. And I think as an industry, we, we have to do a better job of training. And right. I, I hate to say that word it's true though, uh, because no one wants to hear that except for people at right. Wilson Toyota. But when we talk, we go back and we've had many episodes on the value, right? Yeah. The value and why the price is where it is and whatnot. So if you can sit there and know your product, and know how to present the product to the person that you're trying to sell the car to, that they understand of why that car fits their needs, their wants, their position in life. It makes the whole process so much easier when you know what you're talking about. Well, I'll help. I'll help you. I'll help the, the sales managers, the owners, the, the, the especially the, the salespeople right now. Customers negotiate. Because they don't see the value. Because they don't know why. They, they, yeah, that's they, right. They, when, when a customer, think about this, right? The only thing you should ever have to negotiate on is the actual product. Tron, what do you mean? This is what I mean. 
If you're in a negotiating situation, the only thing you should be talking to the customer about is, do you want an XLE or maybe we should right. go down to an LE? Right. That's where the negotiation comes from. Do when we really need leather? Yeah. Well, should if we, you're negotiating yeah. on a price, it's because the customer missed the value side of Correct. it. Correct. Right? I mean, you think Correct. about it. And so it's funny. I was telling the guys in training the other day, which was a great story, and I was like, man, I want to share this. So you think about this. You go into a store, and I don't know, you got on this nice fancy jacket, right? So you go into the store. You look at that jacket on day one. That jacket's $140. You don't mm-hmm. buy it, right? You're like, man, you know, I like it, but I, you know, I don't love it. It's 140 bucks. You come back a week later, it's 130 bucks. Eh, you know, I'm still not. But if they put that thing on sale for 59.99, mm-hmm. now you feel like you got a good deal and it's worth it. Now you see the value. So, mm-hmm. did the product change? No. Right? No. The the the, the industry has lowered the price of whatever the product that is to get you to your value right. factor, right? So the opposite of that is, and what we get to do in cars is that it's not like a jacket. It's not just simple like, man, I got a color. I either like the color. I don't like the color. I like the fit or I don't like the fit. In a car, we got so many things that we forget about, right? Things that don't mean anything to us because we've been in the business for so long that it just doesn't right. mean anything. Right. And as salespeople, you have to keep that excitement Right, you still have to be excited about whatever product you have to think. Yeah. Anti-lock brakes is the best thing in the world, right. even though you've been seeing it for twenty years, right? Because the consumer that's buying that car that day may not have that, right? Right, man, a sunroof doesn't matter to me. No, I don't care. Have a sunroof, don't have a sunroof. I don't got no hair to blow anyway, right? <laughs> um, but to the consumer that's coming out of a car that doesn't have a sunroof, it's a big deal. Make sure you bring it. It is a up. big deal. So it's those little things that we forget about um, that build value in our product that causes the customer to negotiate. And you know, when you're sitting there with the customer and they say, what, what does that have that the other one doesn't have? <clears throat> they are asking you for information to create a value, Yeah. correct? What does that limited have that that XLE doesn't have? And if you don't know, you're never going to get the price of a limited out the door. Never. Well, they, they don't see the never. value because you don't understand the value. But man, I'm a pat Toyota on the back here. Um, Toyota, I'm just, and hopefully if you're in a different, you know, if you sell Fords or Chevys or whatever you sell, hopefully they've done the same thing. But I can tell you, Toyota has a, a, a app that's called Toyota Engage that allows you to go in and compare those vehicles right there. So, right. you know, Toyota is forward thinking and saying, hey, I'm going to give you guys an app to where if you're a new salesperson or if you're, even if you've been there a veteran and like I said, technology changes, you can just put, you know, a limited and an XLE in Toyota and Engage, and it'll tell you what That's the difference right. is. Not just what's the different, what's missing, also the difference in price, right? So again, value. And you know, I did something the other day with one of the newer people, and I explained to him that even if you go to Toyota.com, just to the basic screen, and you go to brochures, you remember when we were in there and you had the flip books all the oh, time, yeah. and you could go. I through kept it? every one. Yes. <laughs> it's still all there. It's just in a different area. And the fact that you can compare an LE to a platinum and just know A to B to C to D and learn off of one page, have the ability to, it's there if you want it. And this is, I'm going to take over here for a second because I wrote this down. I, I wrote down, be that salesperson. Be the person that people want to walk in and see. You know, I love, and I don't love at the same time, when someone comes in and they're like, hey, I'm looking for that guy that has the ball on his desk, right? One, I don't love it because they forgot my name. <laughs> Two, I love the fact that if they did forget my name, they know to look for that ball. At least they remember Wilson. <laughs> yeah, they remember the Wilson ball. My point on that is I've created something with that customer or that prospect that they want to come back and speak to me and me only. Yeah. Right? Well, I tell you salespeople the same thing. I ask the same question. Did you give your customer the experience that makes them 
want to buy everything from you forever. Yeah. And that is the key uh, to this business. What kind of experience are you giving um, your customers? You know, we talk about our logo, the Wilson experience. We Are you giving that to your customer, whatever it is? Maybe you're not Wilson. Maybe you're, maybe you're Tom's Auto and you're T. That wouldn't rhyme. But anyway, <laughs> so whatever you are, are you giving them that experience that makes yeah. them remember you and remember your dealership? And you know what? Here's what I'm going to tell you why people don't do that. This is why in our industry we don't do that. It takes too long. It, it takes too long, and a lot of people in our industry, they want quick gratification. They right. want you in and out so they can get to the next guy, and they really don't care if you remember them or not. And it's, and it's, it's just the right. opposite. For me, when I was in sales, I wanted to do it right the first time to where if you went somewhere else, that next salesperson had to live up Better to the expectation. Up. Better that step. Up. I left. That's right. right. I mean, That's I'm right. telling you everything. We're talking about Let's reinforced go. steel. We're talking about you know ground clearances. We're talking yeah. about things that are going to be important to you going forward. So the next salesperson had a job to do. It wasn't right. just about their car. It was about the salesperson. Right? Are they going to be able to, to to tell you and help you and guide you through the process? Or are they just going to get you in and out? Right. I've said to many a person here since I've started and to myself many a time, would I rather spend two and a half hours with one person and make that sale and make that person satisfied? Or would I sweep somebody out the door over and over and over again and talk to 20 people a day and get nothing out of it? Man, we find Why ways. would you not spend the time with Dude, the person? You, you know what? Some salespeople find ways not to work. And, and it, it amazes me when I tell you that 100% of the customers that come into your store or reach out to you, 100% of them buy. It's amazing to listen to a guy try to give the customer a reason why they can't help them today, mm. right? Mm. I mean, they're in here. People don't hang out at car dealerships. That's just not a thing. People, when Wait, I, get I thought they come to see me no, and just no, hang out. You're not that cool. I'm Man. the coolest dude here, and people don't come and sure. hang out. Just come because <laughs> I'm here, right? Um, people don't do that. When someone comes to your dealership, they're coming to accomplish something. They're there right. to buy a car. People right. just don't hang out there. So as a, as, a, as a sales manager, that's my whole thing. I think about it. Every time a customer shows their face in my store, the first thing I think about is what were they trying to accomplish today? Okay, right. they're here. Obviously, I have a car that they're interested in. Did we do everything we can to make sure that we help them make that an easy transitional process? When customers leave your store, there was something that happened in your process that was not comfortable, mm -hmm. right? Now, mm -hmm. yeah, sometimes it's the wrong car, right? So I always say this: there's only three reasons why people don't buy a car from your dealership. Okay, I'm gonna make it easy for you. Put your listening ears on. Okay, three reasons why people don't buy. Yep. Either it's the wrong car, mm -hmm. okay? Either you didn't wear deodorant that day and they just don't like it. <laughs> Man, you, I'm sorry. Or it's the money, right? So 5% right. of the time, you've, you've landed them on the wrong car. 5%, okay? 5% of the time, you just don't get along with the customer. Right. It's just not a good match. And that happens, right. you know, every once in a while. In 20 years, I bet you it's happened twice to me, right? It's just not a good fit. Right. But 90% of the time, 90, that's a big number. 90% of the time, right. it's a money thing. And that customer sitting in front of you saying, man, I really like that car. I don't know if I can afford it. Mm. And, and as salespeople and as, as industry, we've lost how to get that customer from, man, I really like that car to this is how it's affordable. Right. And that's where it's going to take sales managers to get training, so we can get the, the, the we can get mm. fill that gap, right? Right. Man, they like the car. We got to get them to the finish line. Right. Okay. If salespeople can't do that, 
If they can't figure out if that customer doesn't look at them and say, "Okay, Chad, I'm gonna take it right now," <laughs> right? It's that it's that transition right into, "Hey, Mr. Customer, I know you're here. It sounds like you like the car. It sounds like I've done a good job. I'm assuming that here is just you're trying to figure out if it's affordable or not." Man, let me show you how affordable it is. And that's what we got to get back to. Um, sales managers have to take the time of training their their people on how to do that. And they're not doing that anymore. We've been sitting in this, uh, okay, I'll take it window for yeah. three years. Yeah. And everyone's forgotten yeah. how to sell cars. Well, here's the deal. Uh, we're back in the sales car world. And right if you're now. not training your salespeople, and if salespeople, you're not trying to figure out how to, you know, figure out the value and how to get from A to B. Right. Um, your industry and your car dealership is about to change. Yeah. The faces in it, the financial status, there's a lot going to happen here. There's a bunch that's going to change. And then, so now we go back to what's happened in the last year. You've already summed it up. Availability. You better have the ability to sell and put your selling shoes back on. And your whole dealership better wake up if they haven't. Because you're probably late. I'm going to tell to you the this, party. Uh, if, if you're not in a position to learn um, how to get back in the in the selling market, uh, I'm going to tell you this. McDonald's and Burger King is hiring. And, and, and there's a few other places that sell off a menu, and that's where you're going to have to go. Uh, the, the menu salesperson is gone. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. We've been in that window for a few years. Um, the guys that are old school. So if you have a dealership and you got some veteran guys that's been in the industry for five, six, seven years, sales managers, you need to put those guys to the front front, you know, yeah. put them up front so they can help your other salespeople because you're going to need them. Yeah. And sales managers, you've been through that. You need to get in front of your, your new salespeople you've hired in the last three years and you need to teach them how this mm -hmm. industry really works. Starts with this. Take care of your customer. A bottom line, should, take care of your should customer. Should be number one. Know your product. Yes. B, you have 100%. to know your product. Three, follow up. Hey, we finally got to that one. Follow up, follow up, follow up. Be that up. salesperson. 100%. It's going to take you a little longer to do what you do, but it's going to be well worth it. So as we get through this, it's been a year. It's been, it's been awesome. I yeah. mean, it really has been awesome. I can tell you, we, we, we started this to, for a reason. We did. Um, and I'll say this. I got to say this again, and I know she's going to be mad at me. Uh -oh. um, uh, I really appreciate Riley doing this. Of course. This, this is... This is um, uh, this is an idea that I had far even before you started, and, and it's hard to put together. It's hard to have someone uh, with the mindset to be able to do what she has to do. I know it looks good. I know it looks good hey. when it's done, but no one <laughs> yeah. knows the work that goes into it. And that's just with life a lot of times, right? right. Everybody right. wants the everybody wants the end result, but they don't want to do the work. So we appreciate her doing that and appreciate right. you. And again, I appreciate Wilson Toyota. Uh, 2212 South Duff Avenue, just a short drive from anywhere in the metro. I always say you want to be treated right, make sure you make it to Wilson Toyota. We got an indoor showroom. So if it's hot or it's cold, it's raining, snowing, we can get it done. If you want to see how we get down with the get down here at Wilson Toyota, <laughs> you want to get at us on that Instagram or that Twitter, it's at Wilson of Ames. And for you Facebook or TikTok people, at Wilson Toyota of Ames. And of course, if you want to know and you want to get down with the get down, you can holler at the big dog. I think you just like saying that's that. That's at Big Strong. <laughs> two G's when you're as big as I am. And at Big Strong One on that Insta chat. Yeah. Holler at your boy. Hey, man, thank you for joining us for a whole year. 365 days on Let's Midwest do it again. Man. Looking forward to year two and yes. great content. Happy anniversary, baby. I hope she can Got you out. on my mind. I hope she deletes all that stuff. Yeah. You sound like... Uh, hurt Barry White. <laughs> <laughs>